0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Blackout Radio with Aaliyah Jade Bradbury. This is a celebration of all things black and deadly and I am joined by some of the very best of Indigenous excellence, the one, the only Magida Beatty, Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Okay, energy. We love to hear it. Exciting
1: times. I'm just happy to be here.
0: Okay. Um, you have done so many amazing things. But for the people who are listening at home, could you just give us a little bit about you? So who's your mob? Where'd yes. you come from? Where did you grow Where up? What's your beef origin story?
1: <laughs> I'm um, Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander from Far North Queensland, um, Wutati mob. Um, I'm from Moa and Arab uh, in the Torres Strait Islands, and also uh, a bit of Black American from that island too. So a little bit of uh, mixture there. Just um, all types of black at this point. Um, but yeah, that's black my and deadly, mob. black and lovely. Well, yes, all, all the all the blacks, yeah. all the, on all sides. Blacks with the C and it without a yes, C. Yes, yes, yes. Very um, important
0: distinction on TikTok.
1: Yes, and, but <laughs> we we love a bit of we love a bit of mixture. Uh, so yeah, that's my background. But uh, yeah, I am an Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander performer, creator. Um, I deal with in the like Indigenous arts. Also do a little R and B and hip hop on the side. Um, You've also done a bit of writing, some activism.
0: You've done a lot of things done a lot in of things. your short acting time. back
1: in the day when I was you know when I was a young girl okay um, ready for
0: this 2015
1: very very much a throwback um but yeah uh but mostly music orientated that's where the heart is but I do anything they pay me for creatively honestly we host we write we you know um we just make that money at the end of the day and keep it it's pushing
0: not your fault you're talented um
1: uh I, 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 that's the thing. It's like we're kind of in a time where if you're not multifaceted, you're not making that money. So you kind of have to have that multiple stream of income to kind of like survive. You know? We live in a Sydney. Recession. It's a rental crisis. Yeah. I am. We, we need to... Times that tough. We need <laughs> to get like France and, and like start protesting because... The way they got me messed up is crazy. So it's kind of, like, inevitable. Um, But I love to create. I love to share my culture. That's my biggest passion. Um, And I'm allowed to do that uh, on a daily basis, you know, sharing my culture through song and dance um, in different types of spaces, uh, a lot of spaces like schools, educational spaces. Um, I was just at Maritime Museum the other weekend doing some stuff for them. So, yeah, wherever they want me, I kind of, you know, try to be there and, and share whatever I can.
0: Yeah. Amazing Sissy And so you know you come from A long line of performers Your father was a performer, your mother is a performer You know it's just something That you have been Birthed into and you do Such a beautiful job at it
1: Thank you so um, much, I appreciate it um, I would say
0: you probably started off dancing Yes, First. dance yeah. is
1: like the original, original. Um, because Mum went to Naysda, which is an Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander uh, dance creative university college, and it's the dance academy. Uh, yeah. Academy was black. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, and then, you know, eventually wanted to do stuff with Bengara and just as, you know, both my parents have travelled the world um, sharing their creativity and their arts. And, you know, even goes further up into my mum's mum, who's Mm -hmm. a singer-writer herself. And um, she just had a big old, like, concert performance herself at Nedok in the Park this year, um, which was absolutely incredible. And she performed with um, her peers as well. Who were also Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander, and it was just really nice because um, it was really nostalgic for me, and uh, because that's kind of like uh, I guess the foundation of the creativity that I have and I share um, is going all the way back to grandma. And having grandma be, you know, an elder in community had us be in so many spaces with Indigenous people that we were able to see so many different um, narratives and and stories coming out of you know these black you know, black people. So we've, I'm, I feel very privileged to kind of have that lineage, uh, which was very strong in uh, the passion that I have, you know, which is anything under the
0: arts category. It's amazing. And so at the moment you're really going hard, you're pushing you know your musical journey right now i am could you describe mm-hmm. what your sound is for the people that don't know who the amazing majida is I, how would you put it on them
1: i would say i'm actually very low-key i'm on my little like timeout, self-love <laughs> eat pray love i'm about to go travel for a bit um but i guess in the past i guess the past couple years um just trying to be in those creative spaces and performing a lot doing a lot of gigs and I'm. Um, being allowed to share my original work, which is really nice. Um, So, but right now, I guess I've just gotten off tour. I've been to, was in Perth, we was in Adelaide, we went to Kangaroo Island, which was crazy. Um, Melbourne, Brisbane, Cairns, all over. So, a lot of touring. So, it's kind of been nice to kind of come back home to Gadigal, you know, just be with family um, and chill for a bit um, before I do travel. But, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot to do, uh, but I think the sound is always something that can make you move. Um, if it makes you think, that's nice too. Um, sometimes I don't want to always get too deep, but I do love to definitely touch on those topics that talks about um, my love for my Black people on on both sides, you know, Aboriginal Torres Strait and my Black American people. So that always comes out in my music as well um very r and b hip hop coming from my black american roots so
0: um and who are like the influences that you think sort of are uh, similar to you know your work
1: um I mean similarities definitely not, but I guess my my people's where where I kind of like i stand is is of course the beyonce's the like lauren hills any any um any kind of black female figure that's done anything in music, um, I, I genuinely uh, I mess with because it's just... I, I love that variety as well mm-hmm. with black uh, art. Um, but here, of course, it's like my main is my grandma. Like, especially yeah. music because she's put me on to so much classic like very old school classic music art creativity and it was just very it's just very, very organic uh, even now when we have discussions and I love um, going back home where she's from and just seeing those similarities of uh, creativity and how natural it is in community and just seeing how natural music and dance comes to us mm. um, so yeah it's really nice it's
0: beautiful And I really love this um, idea of connection to family that you seem to really be drawing, you know, a lot of strength from. Mm. How important do you think it is, like, as a young black woman to have strength from, you know, the matriarchs Mm. in your family?
1: I think it's... incredibly um, profound to my personal experience Um, it's been the basis of understanding how I manoeuvre myself as a black woman in the society Um, it's given me that foundation again to build off of my own experiences and my the own my own narratives that I want to push myself. So, I think it's been essential to my upbringing, and it's been a privilege. But also acknowledging that privilege that mm. it is because not. Everyone has that connection to matriarch, connection to um, so many. I guess strong, resilient women on speed dial. That I'm like, hey, yeah. girl, I'm struggling. <laughs> I need some advice. I need some, you know, one-on-one. That proper, like, woman's business. Mm. Just, you know, let's go be out in land. Let's go touch some grass. Yeah. Um, and getting back to that connection to culture is extremely, you know, again essential to my to my journey. Okay.
0: <laughs> big cultural woman over yeah, here. big old cultural woman. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. With the, with the big C too. I know,
1: big old C. How
0: <laughs> <laughs> old, old, and you want to stop? Um, you know, sis, like I, uh, you know, majority of people do know you for acting and, you know, you've been in, in screens, like you've been on our screens for a minute now and mm-hmm. we've seen you do your thing here and there does that always you know does that always have a bit of an impact on you because you know you're so visibly black as a dark skinned indigenous woman like mm-hmm. do you find that's often you know it it can either be a barrier towards you doing your stuff or does that come with an extra level of you know i guess movement in this world that's a bit harder for people who are on the I guess, lighter end of the spectrum mm, doing... No,
1: 100%. There's, yeah. there's definitely a... Um, I'm very big on acknowledging um, colorism, acknowledging um, racism, acknowledging all those things, um, but because I've... You know, when you've been on the ground for so long hustling it becomes a part of it uh it becomes so normal that you almost don't see it all the time really? and then you're reminded of it and you're like oh okay yeah no I'm still here on earth um but it's it's a part of the job and there are so many things that I can say and attribute to colorism and racism um but right now, because of the, I guess, the tone of the show, I'm not going to let that, like, you know, that kind of, that space into the safe space that we're creating. There's so many layers to it. Um, yeah. not, Non-Indigenous, non-Black people, they can do their research. They can, they can, they can read a book. And TikTok is those, right there. Exactly, yeah, come on now. TikTok, ask <laughs> your fingers, and I know y'all love it. So if you like it, I love it. Um, and so it's a thing of the mob who know, they know. Um, they, 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 they understand. The girls that get it, get
0: it, and the Period. girls that don't. Period. Come on now. Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of, when it comes to certain conversations, because I've been so widely um, uh, open and very, like, um, uh, I guess just... I've had a lot to say about yeah. race in the past, and I think if you don't... Um, no, it's that thing of, like, I'm pro-black, I love my black people and that's just, that's just it, but I think mm. I'm at a place where it's like I have, I have different capacities and my capacity is so much more lower than a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, to, it gets you up. To deal with it or yeah. to even talk about it. So it's that thing of, like, yes, those barriers are there and they are systematic and they are sometimes not as evident and sometimes they're straight in your face. Um, it comes with the territory of being a black person, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Any industry you are going to go into, regardless of the one that we're speaking of right now, like, you know, and that's, you know, you're starting at a new school, you're starting at a new job, you're going into new friend space. You're like, going to the doctors. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Exactly. It's it's there, it's always there, you know, it's like depression, she can she can be there, you forget about her. <laughs> but then but she'll hit you with a ton yeah, of bricks. Yeah, but she's always there, very close. Um. So my thing is like, you know, black people, we know what it's about. We, we know mm. how hard it can be and anyone can take their own experience and kind of like assume us being in the fields that we are, you know, of course we're going to face all of those type of... um. Uh, those type of oh things so it's like yeah I'm I'm, but I'm definitely at the the kind of side of things where I'm like I'm so tired I'm tired of the 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 racism I'm tired of the colorism but I'm also tired of like the reiterating um you know those how we feel and because it's like
0: all right cool who's I don't want to sit in this feeling all the time I don't yeah. want to be made to feel like the victim all the single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: 100%. But the thing is, like, I definitely save it for those, those intimate spaces where I feel safe. And that's something I've learned yeah. over the years is, is making sure that, it, that it's, it, it's an appropriate space. And my friends and family, they are tired of me because it hasn't stopped. That, that push and that fire hasn't stopped. I've just, I've just learned where I have the capacity for it and where I don't. Mm. Um, but it's the thing of the consistency. I think that's what I can speak to. The consistency of black people, the consistency of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in this country and our push forward um, in any field um, is inspiring and it should, be, it should be included in everything we do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, come through with uh, gospel right now. I mean, I hope somebody's <laughs> listening. <laughs> no, people are listening, people are listening. Um, You know, I also wanted to talk a little bit about, like, you being a bit of a social media queen. I mean, it's a little bit quiet now, but you've definitely been very visible on social media, um, especially on TikTok. People – I've seen people literally make edits about, like, how lovely you are and all that kind of stuff, which I'm like, okay, black excellence over here. But, you know – there also is so much reach that comes through social media, like, um, like TikTok, where you go from just being, like, the Sydney local to
1: the global reach. Does Has that affected you at all? Or I mean, when I was young, it started quite young, like, uh, that kind of, like, national uh, view of us and, like, my sister and I mm. being, like, starting she on X Factor. Factor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was, like... 14 turning 15 and my sister was 13 and so those like opinions and and the the views of other people and that kind of experience when you start so young is so again organic to um the field that you don't even it's not even something that you know I even think about because it's like I'm just just your lived experience I'm just working really hard to like work and Mm. and have a job and be consistent in a creative way. And I'm just glad when that kind of goes and it's kind of like, I'm putting it out into the world and I'm leaving it. That's none of my business, how it's perceived and how I'm perceived as a person. That's really none of my business. That's all 'all. Um, y'all. I just just, just close my eyes to that, you know, see no evil, hear no evil. Um, I just kind of try to put it out, but I've, because, you know, just being in this for a very long time and now purposely kind of being MIA because it just, you need a break. After like doing something for like 10 plus years and pushing so long and having, you know, having the agents and having the managers and having the parents and the people pushing this kind of like career upon you sometimes it's kind of like you need to kind of set back and be like girl what do I want so I feel very very uh, grateful that I do genuinely love the music I do genuinely love performing and sharing my culture and and you know that's wh- where I, I had to kind of find where I could be genuine and where I was feeling it and where I was kind of like this is a projected um, idea or narrative upon me so uh, yeah, it's, it's not really a thing. I kind of just, like, keep it pushing and keep it moving.
0: How exciting. And so for the people who were listening in, where can they find you? What's next for the superstar Vegeta? Uh,
1: we're just going to, like, you know, just, like, very slowly push the music out okay. this year, um, start next year. Uh, always, always, like, uh, performing and... and uh, pushing that the gigs and the singing and the little rapping um but just on instagram right now just very quiet very low and and i'm just on my little uh just observing kind of thing and chilling so i'm really kicked back right now uh but you can only, always find me on the gram majita bt um and hopefully i can just slowly launch the music while no one's looking steady. yeah while you're no one's looking. you're gonna do that <laughs> Yeah, you're going to get do the Beyonce drop and get the flop numbers, and then we're going to all be looking at me like, ooh, now I'm stupid. So, nah. No, 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 we're not putting that out
0: there. <laughs> only good things, only good things we used to see.
1: Um, Yeah, I, I, I talk crazy in my brain, so I, I definitely needed to, like – um, get myself some chill time. I need to, like, travel. So, you know, on a gram, that's definitely... We're going to be some... Probably some body pics. Oh, <laughs> um, okay, Ms. Some Model. face pics. Um, uh, okay, buddy addy Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, you might be giving something, but uh, right now we're just, we're just chilling, we're just living, we're just laughing. We're just being black and not having to do anything, which is really nice. Black and carefree. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of the times, and especially me like, because I'm so career driven. I'm like, I need to be doing something at all times. I'm a black you know, woman in this time. We can't stop. We can't have a break. I'm tired of that narrative. I don't like it. I don't think y'all like it. I'm over it. So, like, really indulging in that black, again, carefree, carefree black girl type vibes um, and just, and, and having the means to do so is a privilege as well. And I couldn't do that without my culture. So, shout out to the community always.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Vegeta. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Your presence is just immaculate.
1: Big Esso, big Esso. Oh, Yawu yuma, yago Esso, see you. <laughs>
0: Thank you!